Hey all, welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'm Darren, I'm your host. Today we have a special guest. He's been on before, Mr. Mark Ashby of Grill Mark Co. We're going to discuss his relationship with Char Griller, his YouTube channel, Facebook, and all that. I'll be right back with Mark Ashby of Grill Mark Co. Smoking, grilling, getting hot and hotter, sous vide and chilling from fire and water. Hey all, I want to welcome again Inkbird as our sponsor for the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. Inkbird has more than just barbecue thermometers and instant read thermometers that I've talked about before. Inkbird just came out with a Wi-Fi sous vide circulator that I've been using for a few weeks now that works pretty good. Has over 1,000 watts of power. Has a app that has many times and temps for meats and vegetables. Also has onboard times and temps for meats and vegetables. Runs really quiet. Fits most regular sous vide containers that are the size of the Anovas. So check it out. So check out the Inkbird Wi-Fi sous vide circulator in the description below. Back to our program. Welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'm Darren. I'm your host. And today I have a guest who's been on before, but he's a friend of mine and I always like having him on. Um, and it's been a while since he's been on, but Mr. Mark Ashby of Grill Mark Co. Mark, welcome back. Why don't you introduce yourself for those who don't know who you are? Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Mark Ashby of the Grill Mark Co. Cooking Channel, and we're on all social media. And uh, man, thanks for having me on again, Darren. Hey, no problem. Uh, we met a couple, maybe three or four years back through the, you know, wonders of the internet through the uh, Facebook. <laughs> group of uh, Kamado Joe because we both are Kamado Joe enthusiasts um, for a number of years now and um, I think both of us have kind of grown our outdoor cooking skills since then and we have some other friends like John Setzler and, and others that um, you know have the same passion we do uh, uh, you know guys like us you know drawn to each other like a magnet you know we, we right. kind of you know, hang out together talking about our passions uh, of grilling and cooking outdoors and smoking. And a lot of us try to, you know, do more with it than just talk about it. You know, like me and you, you know, we kind of, and John, you know, they, you know, starting out doing some videos or a Facebook group or a Facebook page where you try to get more involved. So Let's talk about how you got started um, with the Grillmark Co. brand that you're working now. Well, it uh, it started back in about 2016. Um, I started, my brother had a big green egg and uh, I was really kind of in, enthralled by the whole big green egg Kamado cooking kind of thing and what it could do. Um, and so I picked up a Kamado Joe um, I actually had an acorn before that, uh, but you know, as most people do, they, they step up sometimes from the acorn is a good entry grill, uh, for Kamado cooking. But, um, and then I decided, well, you know, maybe I want to start sharing some of my cooking experience and see how that works out. And, uh, <laughs> when I started this, cause my last name is Ashby, I was like, Ash, what can we do with Ash? How about Ashmark cooking? That was the first name of Grill Mark Cohen. God, that was awful. Um, and so uh, I changed it to Grill Mart Co. because that sounds a lot better. And then, um, and then from there, I created a Facebook page and just started sharing, you know, tips and tricks and things like that. And 
uh, you know, I was going to some Kamado Joe events that they were holding around the Atlanta area. And my fan base just kind of slowly started building. I created a, uh, an Instagram account too and started sharing pictures and things. And then I was like, I need to start doing some videos. So, you know, it just kind of snowballed. And here we are almost 15,000 total, you know, uh, social influences between Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Yeah. And I think, you know, people like you, me and John Setzler, you know, we, it starts out with, I, I, when I was looking for information, I went to YouTube, I went to Facebook yep. and learned as much as I could and, you know, tried to suck up as much information as I could. And I wanted to go ahead and turn around like, you know, John and some others to help people that are looking for that information. Uh, I've talked to a lot of other YouTubers who started out, you know, eight, you know, 10 years ago. I talked to Malcolm Reed. I talked to uh, Greg Mervich, Ballistic Barbecue, and, and it's all pretty much the same. Even uh, Danielle at DivaQ, they, they start mm -hmm. out with the passion of wanting to cook and they learn, and they throw themselves into it and learning as much as they can, but then they want to share the knowledge and spread, you know, the barbecue love as Harry Sue likes to say. I mean, yeah. Harry, Harry Sue's another one that, um, right they like to give back. And that's like, I know that's what I like to do. I like to, that's why I created, you know, the Facebook page, the Facebook group, the YouTube channel, the podcast is to bring more of this stuff out to people so they can, you know, expand their, their cooking knowledge and bring more stuff outdoors than just burgers and hot dogs and briskets right. and pork butt. So. I, I think it's cool, especially with your channel, you found a good niche of, of sous vide and, and, you know, charcoal grill cooking kind of thing. And, uh, and, you know, for me, it's just simply, uh, cooking on, on different types of grills. You know, I have a, a gasser kind of hybrid behind me here. I've got a flat top here. I've got an acorn off screen, but I mean, you know, I, I try to, uh, cook on just different varying ones. And, and what I like is, is to kind of, I kind of like to think of myself as like a blue collar kind of person. Cause a lot of these grills are affordable. Kamado Joe's, are affordable but maybe not for everybody you know and so um for me to be able to cook and 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 show off these these different kind of grills man i i absolutely love sharing the knowledge you're absolutely right yeah and that's that's me with with sous vide i, I try to bring it down to you know people think of it as something that only chefs use or mm -hmm. that it can only make a good steak or something like that that's the reason i chose it because i found it so versatile and it can do so many things when you do mix it with smoking and grilling and, and, and outdoor cooking that you can't do any other way. And I wanted to show people that. So right. yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, that that's what drives me. It's not, I, I'm not going to get rich doing this. I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> don't want to be famous. Or I don't want to be, have a food yeah. channel, you know, TV show or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, it's strictly something I'm really passionate about. I love to do and I love teaching and showing other people. How did you get hooked up with Char Griller? Because Char Griller, you know, it's a big brand name out in the big box store. So a lot of people know it because they see it at Home Depot and Walmart and, you know, Lowe's all the time. How did you get hooked mm -hmm. up with them as being a, uh, what do you call it, an influencer with them, a social media? An ambassador, ambassador, yeah. So, so Char Griller has, uh, they actually have a new ambassador program that they've been kind of shooting out there uh, across social media, taking on a lot of new ambassadors. And then there's about five of us that are what they would call a premium ambassador. Uh, ones that they feature on the page, mm -hmm. they, they feature our content maybe a little bit more than others and things like that. 
Um, but, uh, you know, I, I simply was, was like I said, I started out with an acorn and then I moved into the Kamado Joe sector, uh, for a long time. And, and I was looking for somebody that I could, you know, again, try to find a way to be affordable barbecue kind of thing. And, um, and I knew the acorn, how inexpensive it is and the great cooking, uh, you know, versatility that we can get out of it. Same as a Kamado Joe, a little bit different, but it's not ceramic. It's double insulated steel. But um, so I emailed them and I said, Hey, I, you know, would really love to just feature, you know, you guys on my channel. And uh, they reached out. And from there, we just created a relationship. And, you know, I've been able, I'm not paid by them by any means. Uh, I sure wish I was, but you know, they send me a lot of grills and stuff and I get to use these grills in my videos, which is like so cool because these products are really great products. And, um, and it, there is a lot of brand recognition of them as well, because they are in Walmart, they are in Home Depot. Um, and you know, this is going on my second year with them as a, uh, as an ambassador. And, um, I just think it's, it's a really great relationship and I love working with them, um, to do those kind of things. Yeah, it's, it's definitely great to get to work with a manufacturer, especially if it's one that you um, enjoy using their products. That's one of the reasons why I kind of, I liked, you know, working with Kamado Joe, working with Camp Chef. I like their pellet grills. You know, the PK grill is, um, you know, something I really like to use. I like working with, you know, uh, companies that I like and I like their products and I, I you know, I, I know a lot of guys out there on YouTube will, you know, pretty much take any product that's thrown at them, but, um, you know, and I've had, you know, plenty of companies offer me stuff, send me stuff and a lot of stuff, you know, some stuff I use, some stuff I don't, and some stuff I just toss away, but, um, you know, it's always fun to play around with these toys and do, you know, reviews for people or show people how to use them. Um, you know, and then tell them, give, give an honest review. And that, that's one of the things I, I like to do is, you know, I get all of a sudden I'm getting all these vacuum sealers sent to me, you know, you know, and they're upper higher end ones and right. ones that they're geared more towards the home user, but they're still the chamber vac. So there's still a couple, mm -hmm. you know, four or five, six, $800, but mm -hmm. they're not the big commercial ones, but I get to play around with those and show people what they can do, you know, what, you know, features and benefits they have and offer them. And, yeah, they're some of my most popular YouTube videos, you know, is showing those type of stuff, but yeah, it's always fun. So has, has working with char griller helped you grow your overall brand and your channels? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. They, uh, you know, when this earlier this year, they sent me this, uh, this hybrid grill right here called the flavor pro. Um, and I've used this one in a lot of my videos actually recently, because what's cool about it is it has, it is a gas grill, but it has a drawer right here where you can add logs, charcoal, pellets, anything. So it's kind of this hybrid grill. Um, and that's been a really popular seller for them this year. But in, in whenever I post a video with that, uh, you know, and put the tags on their Flavor Pro or anything like that, I've gotten a lot of views through YouTube and Facebook on those grills. Same with the flat iron here. It's This is popular because they're trying to, you know, make it a... Uh, a competitor in a in a kind of crowded market with Blackstone and, and other companies and so you know but but to me I've had a Blackstone I've had this one and I really like this one not just because they sent me one but because I use this quite a bit um, and it's a really great product you know but yeah they have definitely grown 
my brand um, and I've grown with them. That's the cool thing. And, you know, they'll feature a lot of my videos on their YouTube channel or on their Facebook page, things like that, that gets me a lot of uh, followers. And, and, you know, with that, again, I don't make any money from this, but I'm able to reach more people that way. And that's what I find really cool is uh, just being able to, like you and I both said, share our passion, spread the knowledge of, of just different styles of cooking. I'm going to go ahead and uh, share my screen so people can kind of see. Um, one of the things here, I noticed that on your YouTube channel, when we, we had talked last year, I think you were still kind of struggling to get, you know, over a thousand, you know, subscribers. Yeah. And it looks like you're well over that now. You're at, you know, over almost, you know, getting close to 4,000. So wow. how does it feel, you know, because it, it, it seems like since Char Griller is such a, popular in in the big box stores it's out there all over the place and people are you know it's a mass market product and people are always looking for information on grills and smoking and you know first thing they do is like i know i did this with kamado joe and even with the acorn you look up the brand and yeah. see what's out there as far as information so if you pop up that can you know all it can do is help you get you know more views and especially when you're you know uh, doing videos of um you know showing their their cookers you know how to use them i mean that's right. you know very popular i'm also going to go to your facebook page here so people can see it and find you so um they can see what they're looking for but i've also noticed that your videos have gotten a lot more i, I want to say you've gotten a lot tighter on your videos uh, how yeah. is that how has that experience been for you learning how to do some videos and you started out with just just music and just yeah. like you know cooking showing cooking and i know i, I kind of did the same thing so it's not i'm not <laughs> saying it's a bad thing you know it's really <laughs> hard if you're not used to being on camera all the time and looking at yourself and, and editing yourself and listening to yourself talk mm -hmm. <laughs> you know I, it was it was hard for me at first too and so i know i've learned a lot over the last three years on how to edit how to you know critique my own videos and mm -hmm. try to get my own style out there. How, how do you think you've grown over the last two years since you started? Well, man, that's a really good question. I'll tell you, I, uh, I, yeah, you're right. And I go back and I look at some of my earlier videos and I say, Oh my gosh, what was I thinking? This is and, and everybody awful. does that. I mean, Malcolm Reed does that. I even, when I talked to Malcolm Reed, I said, I said, you know, you go back to your, you know, videos from 10 years ago and he goes, yeah. boy, he goes, I don't go look at him. Because <laughs> he started out with just a, you know, a, you know, a camcorder walking around barbecue yeah. competitions and nothing, <laughs> nothing was scripted. It was all. So everybody does that, no matter who you are, how, how you yeah. start, you know, so. I was the, the, I think when I first started, I said, and I told, I think I even told you this. I said, I want the food to be the star, not me. Uh, and then, you know, you quickly realize, well, you're not going to get a whole lot of views because there's nothing to connect with. There's nobody to, to, to form. You, you can put the recipe on the screen. You can do whatever the hell you want. But at the end of the day, there's nothing to connect with. All you see is the food and it might look good, but you know, it's, it's different when there's somebody in the, in the frame. Um, I, uh, and, and slowly I, I bought some better equipment and I had a, um, 
I ordered a microphone and some professional shooting equipment and these kind of things. But I shoot everything on my cell phone and I edit everything on my cell phone. And so it's it's gotten a lot better and a lot easier. And I don't necessarily write out a storyboard all the time of what I'm going to be doing when it comes to my cook. I just kind of know up here and, you know, follow the steps. Uh, but if you see my outtakes, there's probably five or six shots of the same shot. And when I'm editing it in the house and my wife is, uh, you know, not so excited about that, but, but I'll tell you though, it's, it's just, it's a lot easier to, to, to be on camera and to, you know, just see those things and, and really connect with the audience and, and give them a visual and how to cook it and those kind of things. So it's, it's a lot easier for me now than it was at the beginning for sure. Yeah. It's, it's always a learning experience. And I started the same thing when I started the podcast. Cause you know, I was, I started the YouTube channel about a year before I did the podcast and it took me a few episodes to get my, you know, persona, <laughs> persona down. Uh, right. I, I'm one, I need to have somebody to talk to. I can't talk to, I tried doing one or two episodes where I'm just talking myself and trying mm. to, trying to talk to people, you know, out there you know, with no, right. nothing to bounce off of, but I can't do right. that very well. That's why I don't do a lot of, you know, going live on YouTubes or going live on Facebook. It's just, yeah, I don't do that either. <laughs> I like to be able to actually have a, a conversation with somebody face to face, you know, and talk and not text or uh, try to pretend there's somebody in front of me and, and talk. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't do Facebook. I've, I've done a few Facebook lives with char griller, but I had another person on the end and uh, I actually had two people and one I could hear, but she's off screen. And then I had Steve Dotson, a cookout coach on there as well. But yeah, doing, doing them by yourself is weird. That's for sure. And I can do it when I'm, I'm doing a YouTube video because I'm pretending that that camera is somebody and I'm showing them how yes. to do it, but it's a little different when you're thinking, wow, there's, you know, could be five or 600 people watching me right now and just, sitting there at their computer, you know, laughing at me. Well, I know they're not doing that when I'm recording and I can edit right. it and everything, but when you're right. live, it's a little different when you're trying to pretend like, you know, there's somebody standing right there and there's just a camera and you're just seeing the, trying to watch the chat go by. It's a little bit yeah. different, a little bit more intimidating, I guess. Right. Is. So, right. Well, let's talk about those different cookers you were talking about there with char griller, because that's one of the things I like to discuss with everybody I have on here. Over the years, especially the last, I would say the last eight to 10 years, the outdoor cooking equipment has done nothing but continue to change and grow and innovate. Yeah. Um, even with Char Griller, because, you know, like you, I started out with an acorn, you know, four or five years ago. Mm hmm. And they really didn't have a whole lot of other offerings. They had, you know, a couple yeah. charcoal grills. They had maybe a gas and charcoal grill hybrid. Yeah. They may have had one um, stick burner, you know, offset, but, you know, that right. was about it, you know, and then some yeah. utensils. But now, you know, everybody's got multiple, you know, different uh, types of grills out there. And then yeah. you got people like Weber that, you know, their iconic um, kettle, their kettle. And then they got, you know, the, the Smoky Mountain, you know, bullet type smoker. Oh, yeah, that's right. And yeah. then this year they, you know, went totally sideways and came out with a pellet cooker, you know, yeah. something that, you know, something that takes electricity and pellets. And right. so it seems like everybody's trying to innovate and stay on top of the market to offer mm -hmm. something that people are looking for, because I know 
I can tell you that, you know, at least from the last 10 to 12 years, the interest in outdoor cooking has grown exponentially. It's, it's just yes. grown a lot. And a lot of it is to do with all these different types of cookers and technology and, and the easier pe it's making it for people to get out there on their back porch. So right. what do you, what do you think about that? And how do you think char griller is doing in that arena? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. Uh, Charger came out with the acorn, which uh, if, if I understand correctly, and I could be wrong about this, uh, so don't, you know, 100% quote me, but I think they were the first one to come out with a double insulated steel Kamado style cooker. I also know there's the, the keg by, uh, by Broil uh, King, but I don't know which one came out first, to be honest with you. But I think it was Charger because I believe that's what they told me. And and yeah, you're right. They had some some lower end grills uh, just a few years ago. It was, you know, a bigger offset called the Smoking Champ, and then they had a few gas grills that looked like a barrel cooker a little bit, and then they had the hybrid grill, and then the Acorn. Now they have the Acorn Junior. They have the kettle grill that looks like an Acorn. They have uh, several offset smokers. I have the Competition Pro, which is their largest they carry to this point. They have the Flavor Pro, which is uh, the, the gas grill. And when I put this thing together, I was like, man, this thing is a beefy, beefy grill. And it is. It's, it's extremely heavy duty and durable. There's a lot, there's some higher end grills like Napoleon. They have a flavor drawer like that that you can pull out um, and, and that kind of stuff. And they even entered the griddle market flat iron and they have the, the four burner, which is one I have here. And then the, the two burner one, uh, which can run off those Coleman propane tanks, things like that. And they even have more grills coming out later this year. Um, you know, I don't have any insider knowledge on that. I just know that um, I've been told that they're working on, I don't know, four to seven new grills coming out, uh, which is awesome. And they're all at a very affordable price point. And, and, you know, they even do have a ceramic acorn as well. They did have a pellet grill for a while. I think they're revamping that one. So outdoor cooking is is not only big money, but it's just big time. It's uh, you know, I like to say, you know, guys or girls or ladies, men, whoever like that like to cook can become kings or queens of the cul-de-sac. You know, you can you can make your own cue outside and it'd be really, really good. And, you know, you're you're the king of the cul-de-sac, basically, when it comes to that. I have what seven different grills out here right now. And um, and each one of them serve a purpose, uh, you know, from the junior all the way to the griddle flavor pro the I use my kettle quite a bit and so it just is a difference of, of what I'm feeling and what I want to cook on because they all cook differently too but the the market for this has grown and I think it's a very competitive market you know Kamado Joe was a small company now it's a big company and uh, then you have like Masterbuilt came out with the gravity fed smoker which is such a cool grill uh, looking at it and you have big green eggs it's been around forever maybe not as super innovative innovative as other companies uh but you know they're they're just a solid company in itself and and there's so many there's so many out there it gives us a lot of choices so i i think it's i think it's just constantly evolving with technology with with just different styles of cooking to be to be able to give anybody the style cook that they want you have just pellet enthusiasts you have just people that love gas grills because of the ease of it then you have Kamado purists who say they don't use anything else, you know, you know, or people are loyal to a brand when it comes to griddles or anything else. So uh, it, it really is just a matter of, of what your preference is and finding the right company that can make a quality product for that. There's actually YouTube channels where people cook 
everything they can on a Blackstone or a flat top. You know, they, they, show, really? show, they show you how to, you know, do a brisket <laughs> on a flat top because they get passionate. And like you said, they get yeah. passionate about brands. They get passionate about the type of cooker. But me, I've always been one that I always can see the value in, in anything and, and try to use it. Like you, I've got several different cookers on my patio and I like to use every one of them, you know, for mm -hmm. certain reasons. But I think that back in the, uh, I would say, you know, 10 to 12 years ago, back when barbecue pitmasters came out, kind of yep. sparked, kind of sparked the interest of people. But back then it was more all about, you know, the competition cooks, you know, the yeah. Myron Mixons, you know, the, you know, Johnny Triggs, people got enamored with them and, and even Harry mm -hmm. because they saw them on TV and what they were doing. So people would try to emulate that. And then I think, a lot of people, some, some people still do, but I don't think it's like that anymore. Um, I think it's more people have discovered that competition barbecue and eating barbecue or home barbecue way is, different. <laughs> is way different. And even me and, uh, you know, and I had Malcolm Reed and his wife on, we talked about that and, you know, people, you know, they see Johnny Triggs making his ribs, putting, you know, brown sugar and honey and agave and parquet right. and all this stuff in there. It's not for you to eat a half a rack of ribs. It's for that one bite the judge is going to take. So you right. got to try to make it, you know, make their eyes, you know, blow out of their sockets when they take a bite <laughs> of it. And you can't eat, you know, a regular portion of that or you, you yeah. know, go into diabetic shock, you know. <laughs> so I think people learned that that kind of started the fire and then it got the interest going. And then with all the innovation coming out, all these companies coming out with different types of cookers and pellet grills started catching on fire. And, you know, mm -hmm. then, then, you know, the innovations with the, the flat top griddles, people started going, Hey, those things are cool because, you know, Hey, I used to work at a, you know, me personally, I used to work at a diner back in, you know, my younger days. And it reminded me of cooking, you know, back when I was, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> cooking in a diner. So, I mean, it's, you know, those type of things that get people, the more they can cook outdoors, especially I live in Florida, so it's I can cook outdoors year round here. So right. I can pretty much, you know, cook outdoors seven days a week and not have to worry about it. Now I've got a covered deck. I don't even have to worry about rain or anything. Right. So I think the more people can do that and get excited about cooking, the better. And just the innovation of all these cookers is just and not just the cookers themselves, but the way people are cooking and you know one of the things that I loved about John Setzler and started following him is he tried to show you all the different things you could cook on the Kamado Joe. Um, right. Not just a pork butt or, you know, ribs or chicken, you know, just, you know, the, the basic barbecue stuff. And I think that's what really gets people going is that, Hey, I can bake bread. I can, you know, do pizzas. Yeah. I mean, I can do things just about anything I can do in my kitchen. I can do outdoors now. So. Right. I, I think you're right. The uh, And I even still like watching barbecue pit masters from time to time. I mean, it's a cool show and you can still learn a lot from those techniques of the competition, even if you're not doing competition style cooking. But yeah, people like John and you and me and, and Malcolm, that just kind of show us the, the basics of, of kitchen cooking outdoors is, is what really kind of sets us apart from the rest. Uh, and you know, I didn't know that people were cooking briskets on a flat top, but that's going to be something that I'm either A, going to try or B, just watch. But either way, uh, that's pretty cool. Sometimes they do things just to say they could, you know? 
yeah that's and, true and I, I do that sometimes when i'm doing sous vide stuff i'll do it just because i can right i want to show people yeah. you know what you can do it if you needed to or yeah. you wanted to it's just um you know is it always going to be the best way no but hey if you, right just to show you hey you know it's something different <laughs> sometimes yeah that's you know? true that's true i'm gonna have to check that out though but that's really neat and and yeah the, it's just it is so innovative this this uh space of outdoor cooking you know because you can create an entire outdoor area just around your cooking area you see a lot of these outdoor kitchens and everything that are designed around that have a gas griller and a kamado grill in it and those kind of things and, and you know and you design your entire backyard around that it's cool to see where the space has gone and i'm really excited to see where it's going to continue to go i don't know how much more innovative you can get but i've been shocked before you know <laughs> Well, I was saying the same thing last year and then, you know, Master Built came out with that gravity fed yeah. smoker for 500 bucks. I mean, yeah. Everybody knows, you know, Master Built's not, you know, a top of the line company. They, they, you know, their products are just like Char Griller. They're they're aimed at the regular guy who shop at Lowe's or Walmart yep. or, you know, Home Depot. So they're not super expensive. They're not at the, you know, pricey, you know, barbecue store. Right. <laughs> you know, they're, right. They're, they're usually sub, you know, five, 600 bucks. And yeah. that's what people are looking for to get started on. And um, so, and that's what's amazing me. It's not just the higher end, you know, companies that are innovating. It's even these lower end ones. They're trying to say, yeah. <clears throat> I saw this in a higher end type grill. I want to see you know, how I can make it into a lower end type grill, a similar type thing. And that's what I yeah. saw with the, with the acorn. It was, they saw the big green eggs and the other Kamados and they said, how can I make that cheap enough that, yeah. you know, the regular guy can afford it and get interested in that type of cooking. And, mm -hmm. and, and same thing with some of these other, like the, that grill you have right behind you there with that, um, you know, the that flavor, flavor, pro here, yeah. flavor pro drawer with you know that's for somebody who may not want a pellet grill that wants a gas right. grill and likes to doesn't want to have to buy one of those smoker boxes that you can never right. really you know set it right on the you know, <laughs> it, it's always a pain or a smoking right, yeah. tube you know so it's just yeah i mean that's and that's why i think this the the space is going to continue to innovate and change and people just unbelievably what they come up with anymore to um to change and, and make things you know better and um more affordable more affordable exactly so what inspires you to to continue to do your videos and and try to you know your, your cooking and, and all that you know i uh i just love food right and and if i see something on tv or if it's something i've seen maybe at a cooking demonstration uh, you know, like the Kamado Joe parties that the, the live cookouts they've done in the past. And I've seen Chef Eric uh, cook some stuff or I've, I see John cook something or I see you cook something. And I'm like, man, that's cool. What can I do? How can I put my own twist on that? I think I think that's uh, that's really what inspires me is I just it's it's a visual thing for me. And I said, man, that looks really good. How can I make it look as good and taste equally as good? And, and I think that's what inspires me the most. So I'm probably a member of, I don't even know, 15 or 20 pose, I mean, groups on Facebook about barbecue and cooking and all that kind of stuff. And, and on my Instagram page, that's all I follow is other barbecue people. And, and I just, I kind of see what's going on. I mean, I, I'm friends with people in Germany and, and 
Netherlands and, uh, you know, all over Europe and some in Australia, just seeing what they're doing as well. You know, I saw one company do a pulled lamb leg, like a pulled pork, but it was lamb leg. And that was out of Australia. And I was like, that's something that's really cool. Now I've never done that because lamb is expensive, but I, it's, it's just those kind of things that, that really kind of, I'm like, okay, well, let's give it a shot. And there's been a few times where I've, I've shot an entire video and the, <laughs> the product at the end was, was garbage and I have to scrap the entire video, you know, I spent all day doing it. And then it, uh, it comes out to, to nothing. Um, you know, an example of that would be my, my scotch egg I did. Uh, I did a scotch egg video, smoking on the acorn thinking, okay, well, I soft boiled it. It's going to be good inside that sausage. And when I cut it open, the yolk's going to come right out now. It kept cooking like I'm an idiot. And I said, well, it doesn't always turn out the way you want. So, you know, I, I try just doing different things if I've eaten something and I'm like, okay, well, how can I recreate something like that at a restaurant? I, that kind of inspires me too. You know, recently everybody's doing the smoke queso thing. I did a smoke queso video uh, probably a couple of weeks after Matt Pittman did. And um, I put my own spin on it. I do exactly his recipe, but I mean, it came out awesome and my neighbors loved it. And, you know, my family ate it. Uh, so it's, it's really just kind of anything I see. What about you? What inspires you to keep cooking and trying new things? Uh, the same thing. I mean, I've, I've been cooking for 40 years, just about, you know, as uh -huh. soon as, you know, as soon as I could start cooking, I, I was cooking, you know, at home with my mom. And then I, I got jobs in the restaurant early on. And I've always loved to cook because, you know, of course I love to eat too, but <laughs> I've always liked to, you know, create and, and see how things, how, how, things are created and you know I'm not big on following recipes to a T I kind of always like to yeah. put my own spin on stuff yeah you know I do use recipes as a guideline and then like you I look at it and go yeah that's a smoked queso dip that looks cool but what if I did it this way or I put my own what if I use this kind of cheese or use this kind of peppers instead you know I I, I, I think right. that I think that's what people like you and me, what gets us excited is when we see stuff like that, you know, somebody comes up with something new and you go, wow, that's pretty cool. And yeah. I, I do that all the time too. And I, I get inspired by what people cook, but, and I, I don't try to take credit for it. I just say, look, I've seen somebody else do this. I'm going to put my spin on it because I think this is cool. And I think everybody should give it a try. So I, I, I think that's um, looking for inspiration everywhere else and then giving credit to people is is pretty fun so i i did a uh, a pulled chuck roast video yesterday right and some pulled beef i've never actually done that before but i did it off of chuck roast uh because i did a walmart delivery grocery and they got my order wrong so they sent me a chuck roast and said and i watched a barbecue pit guys video or barbecue pit boys video uh from nine years ago and i was like okay well they did that on a weber kettle why can't i do this on this flavor pro here and, uh, and it came out awesome. I mean, it came out really good, very flavorful and everything else. And, um, you know, I, I kind of followed their recipe to a T a little bit, but I used a completely different grill and a setup and, and everything else. And man, it was, it was awesome. So yeah, it's, it's just a matter of what you see. And, and, you know, sometimes they turn out really good and sometimes they, they may look good on video, but, uh, taste like garbage. Uh, like my friend Jarrell says, uh, 
all substance or all all show no substance something like that like it can look really good but yeah it may not taste again <laughs> I, I actually did an experiment um last week that didn't come out good i did i was gonna shoot the video and i said well let me i'm gonna try the recipe out first before i even try to shoot a video and mm. thank god i did because it uh, nothing nothing worked the way i wanted it to <laughs> what and was it I was I was gonna take uh, chicken thighs and kind of stuff them like I, I'd seen some people do some stuffed chicken wings, where oh, they yeah. actually take the bone out of the, um, you know, they take the the drum off and they just take the bone out of the yeah. flapper and then they take the meat and they chop the meat up and kind of mix it with other stuff and then stuff it back in and then deep fry it. So it's just oh. like a stuffed chicken wing. So you keep the end on, you know, the 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 far oh. end. And you like just pick it up and you know, take a bite out of it and it's done. I was going to do that with thighs. And I think, well, you know, but the thighs that I got, my wife got this big bag of thighs a couple of weeks back and mm -hmm. none of the skin was like, it was all like cut wrong. So it was like all oh, sm small yeah. pieces of skin. Yeah. So I really couldn't do anything. <laughs> can't do anything there was it. like eight times the meat and no skin to use for <laughs> wrapping. And I tried to, to do some of them a different way and it just didn't mm -hmm. come out. So and it's like, I'm going to have to try that. Go back to square one. I'm glad I didn't you know, cause sometimes I'll do that. I'll, I'll try to shoot a video on something I've never done before and just have yeah. an idea in my mind. And sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. And so sometimes I go, maybe I'll try the recipe. Before I <laughs> yeah. Video. I should probably do that too. And do a, uh, you know, maybe a trial and error sometimes, but when I'm, when I'm in the mood to shoot a video and I know I need to get some content out there, like I've done two this week, but uh, you know, there's been some weeks where I'm doing a live cook on the Chargriller page, so I don't put anything out because that'll kind of be my video for the week. But yeah, there's a lot of times where I'm just thinking, okay, I'm inspired. Let's get it. I'm just going to do video, you know, and what do yeah. I have in my kitchen to make it work? So let me ask you a question. You got all those, uh, you know, different types of grills out there now. Which one is your mm -hmm. favorite that you like to use that you go to personally? Not that you want to shoot a video on all the time, but no, when, yeah. when you come home from work and you got to cook something and you're not shooting a video, what's the one you go to right now? My go-to grill probably right now is my Flavor Pro just because I, you know, I was a charcoal enthusiast and I'm like, and I wasn't a purist by any standards, but um, I was like, man, charcoal is the only way to go and this, that, and the other. And and then, um, you know, so I'd, I'd fire up my acorn and at the time I didn't have the grill gun like I do now. So firing up the acorn or, or a Kamado grill takes, you know, 25, 30 minutes to get it ready and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, you know, so, so this, this gas grill is actually convenient. Um, you know, and, and I kind of forgot the convenience of them a little bit because I've been cooking on Kamados for so long. Um, but you know, I can still get that smoke flavor by throwing throwing some chunks in there and and all that kind of stuff, and it heats up super quick. And so I would say probably if I'm just cooking something quick, it's either this or the flat top. If I just need to sear something, um, you know, I've cooked vegetables and rice and steaks on here and chicken and all that kind of stuff as well. Um, but but probably my flavor pro is my go-to, you know, number one grill right now. But if I'm doing a video, most likely my acorn or the flavor pro those are my top two that i use more than anything else i would say yeah and i before i got the uh, camp chef pellet grill i would say i cook most everything on the kamado joe mm -hmm. and i still that's my preferred grill you know to cook on but yeah. if i'm if i'm in a hurry i don't have time to mess with it i just want to set it and forget it especially now that i got the camp chef um that is wi-fi enabled 
You know, right. if it's something to where I can just set it and I can check it while I'm in my office editing video and I have to get up mm -hmm. every five minutes. Um, not that I don't have an eye command. I have the eye command. I can do that with the Kamado, but for some reason, it's just easier for me to crank it on. I can actually, you know, get it started and going and sit yeah. down and, and, and monitor that. And yeah, it's got its goods and bads, but they mm -hmm. all do. But, you know, that's what I use a lot of now is that. You know, I, can I those get say, uh, really hot and like, uh, you know, for searing? Like, what's the highest temp you can get on that? Well, the one I have has this, the the uh, Sidekick, which is a, oh, a, okay. a gas-fired. Um, actually, it's got a griddle and a, um, a barbecue box, which you can do searing on, and it's actually oh, nice. has okay. has an actual gas um, burner as well, so I could actually nice. put a pot, pot of chili out there if I wanted to. So that particular wow. one does. Most most of them don't. This one, you know, you can actually move the the uh, heat shield back and mm -hmm. um, it's got the sliding grill which you could cook directly over the, the burner pot but it's oh, okay. not, not quite as you know real you know, it's not as hot as cooking in the Kamado but sure yeah and, and the PK grill I really like too I use that a lot for searing because with with the grill gun I can actually get that fire going and yeah. it sits up higher than the Kamado so I don't have to go all the way deep in or put my grates all the way down it's actually sits pretty pretty uh you know up pretty close so i can get that hot and going if i'm searing but um and you i have like the 360 is that right the pk yeah. 360 yeah the 360 so um they all have their purpose i love them all but like i said i i use a, the, the pellet grill more than i thought i would actually so but i i can see why you know people like them for the convenience but i like to have options just like you right yeah i and i have quite a bit of option to be honest with you i mean most people have no use for seven grills and and i use every single one of them quite often um i mean but obviously i'm not going to use my offset smoker uh to you know fire up for the for the evening uh that's an all-day thing if i want to cook you know seven twelve hours something like that my kettle grill is pretty cool too but yeah this gasser is is probably my go-to just because it's got it's got cast iron grates in it uh, it's got a warming rack in there so I can put sauces up on the top part and keep it warm while I'm searing a steak or some, uh, you know, fish or anything really. So. Well, great. Well, all right, Mark, is there anything else you wanted to talk about before I let you go and get back to your family? Uh, no, man, I'm, I'm glad you had me on. Thanks again. And, uh, you know, I look forward to the next time. It's always good to have you on. I want to make sure everybody uh, follows you on Grillmark Co. Grillmark C-O period on face, <laughs> Facebook and YouTube. And I'll have a link below in the description so you can check out Mark's, um, you know, videos, check out the different cookers he's cooking on with char griller and, um, check them out. I mean, like I said, I'm impressed with what char, char griller has been coming out with the last couple of years. So it, uh, it seems like they, um, are going to ride the, uh, innovation with, with everybody else and mm -hmm. off offer, you know, people what they can you know things that they want for you know the price that they actually afford so that's a great yeah thing. It, it is a really great thing i can tell you they have like i said there's at least five grills i know of i don't know what those grills are i've just been told there's five grills in development that are just kind of improvements things that they've done a lot of customer surveys and stuff to come out with and uh you know it's it's not gonna maybe change the game but it's gonna definitely be a heavy hitter in the market for sure well, I look forward to watching you cook on some of those. And thanks again for being on. And um, everybody, make sure you check out Grill Mark Co.
Thanks, Darren. Well, thanks again for joining us on the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. Make sure you check out Grill Mark Co. on Facebook and YouTube. Also, make sure you follow Fire and Water Cooking on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and make sure you like us on our Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'll see you on the next episode.